RadioInfluence.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Forking Around Town. This is Tracy, your host, and yes, I'm losing my voice, so bear with me. Maybe it sounds better. I don't know. <laughs> but joining me today is my really good friend, Stephanie Schwartz of Follow the Pink Mustang. How are you, Stephanie? Good. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're, I'm so glad to have you back. Of course. You're always driving around town, and I love following everything that you do. Yes. So where have you been lately that's been awesome? Um, I've actually just went to the airport, had an event over there, and they opened up their new shops at Bayshore. Oh, that's right. I, I was with you. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was talking to a friend of mine about the Tampa International Airport, and I'm that girl that's, I'm always running late for my flights. I've never missed a flight, but I never spend time in an airport. The last flight I took was to, I went to a food conference in Salt Lake City last May, and I hate to fly. I just it terrifies me. It's just, I've always been that way. So I always have to have a couple of drinks before I get on a flight. So this time around, I was packing at the last minute, had a couple glasses of wine at home. And when I got to the airport, I really only had about 15 minutes before my flight was boarding. So all I could really do was have a drink at Rumfish. And then I got on my, on my flight. But during that trip, I had a very long layover in Denver. So I got to see that airport. And then on my way back to Tampa, my flight was canceled at the last minute. So I ended up having to fly from Salt Lake City to San Diego. And I was stuck in that airport for four hours. And then from San Diego back to Tampa, it was just, it was crazy. But it really made me appreciate how wonderful the Tampa International Airport is. Yes, it's beautiful. And all their upgrades and everything are just amazing what they've done. Yeah, so we got to see the the shops at Bayshore. We're actually going back there today. I fell in love with all those little things. It kind of, it really opened my eyes to people that don't live in Tampa and they don't see the beauty that we see every day. And I love how they showcase everything in that one shop we were at, all the different, like the themes of like the ocean and just everything. It was really, really We do cool. take it for granted living 15 minutes away from the beach and getting to see it every day and always seeing all of the surf style and all of their decor and everything. Mm-hmm. And we just walk by it like it's nothing and then tourists come and are so intrigued and it really showcases all of right. the locals. Like a tour, like a tourist that day, but that's okay. I mean, hey, I'm not, I'm never really at the airport as much as I would like to be. But you went on a trip recently to, you went to Denver, right? Or yes, did, I went okay. to Colorado. Yeah. How was that? It was a lot of fun. And unfortunately, I did not get to check out the airports very much because I had a really late flight and it got delayed an hour, but luckily I was notified via text. So I didn't get to the airport till right before I needed to. And going to see it now, though, I would definitely go back and grab some food from there and be able to shop a little bit. No, I was, I have to say, I was really blown away by all of the restaurants in Tampa that have a spot at the airport, such as, I mean, you, you'll have to jump in on some of these because I can't remember all of them, but there was Bavaro's, Eulalie, Goody Goody. I think there was a Burger 21. Yeah, there was different Greek restaurants, coffee shops, the eatery. Salt Lake, or see, I have Salt Lake City on the brain. I'm actually planning on going there again in May, so I, I just keep thinking about it because I, I love Utah. The food scene there is crazy. But there's uh, Cigar City Brewing. Yeah, and Gasparilla Bar was the new one, which was amazing, the pirate ship. I think that's a great place for people to hang out before their flight if they're you know not familiar with Gasparilla in Tampa. Yeah, Definitely a very cool thing. I, I love the beads I got from there. Their they're Bloody awesome. Marys were amazing. <laughs> I didn't try it. I was being good that day. Was it spicy? We'll have to next time. It wasn't too bad. No. Yeah. It was pretty good. 
and they were huge. <laughs> they were. And then the um, the cafe Mise en Place. Yes, they had amazing food from the fi- fried grain tomatoes, charcuterie board, their salmon, Brussels sprouts. Those Brussels sprouts were insane. That's really all I ate that day because I've been on this program and I've been, you know, holding back from eating a lot of carbs. But yeah, today we're going to try to go check out New York, New York Pizza, which is definitely one of my favorite spots in Tampa. It's really good. I can't wait to go try out some of their new food. I know, right? So what, um, when we were at the airport, what did you, what do you think was like the one place that really stood out for, like if you would recommend for someone to go dine at the airport if they were coming to Tampa or leaving on a flight? Um, I would say Eulalie. Their oysters were amazing. They were, I mean, as big as my hand. Yes, they were huge. They were fresh and hot. You got to see everything be prepared in front of you. And that was one of my favorites, along with the Gasparilla Bar, because go there to grab a cocktail and then go over to Eulalie for a bite to eat. It's not too far away from each other. Definitely. I think they've done a really good job on showcasing some of Tampa's signature places all at the airport. And it really gives someone that experience when they come to Tampa that gives them the opportunity to see what Tampa's all about and hopefully get them to dine at some of those places that they have some of their flagship locations in Tampa Bay. There was also the um, Cafe Con Leche. Yes. That's definitely something. I didn't get a chance to get anything from there, though. I, I know I didn't either. I just, I walked by and I thought, you know, that's really, I mean, Tampa's really known, especially Ivor for Cafe Con Leche, and that's kind of cool for people to experience that at the airport. I don't know. I Do you drink coffee before a flight? I always drink coffee. I, <laughs> I do, my day. <laughs> it can be morning, night. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know some people don't like to do it. They usually prefer to have alcohol, so it helps them sleep, but. How about both? Yeah, right. Have caught. Yeah, be awake. And, (laughs) you know, as I was thinking also, though, about airports. And when I was in San Diego, since I was there for almost four hours, and that was my first time ever at that airport. And it was weird, because it's obviously right on the border of Mexico. And as we were flying in, we flew right over Mexico. And so the food there definitely had a Mexican theme. And I hung out at this one bar. It was really funny. There was not a, not a seat available. So these three guys were standing. They said, here, you can have a seat. So we started chatting. They had just come from Tampa. And they were flying back to San Jose, which is my hometown. So it was really crazy to have met these guys in San Diego. And they were they were actually telling me how much they loved the Tampa airport. And they loved just Tampa in general. And it was funny because I, I wanted to pick their brain a little bit. And I said, so when you guys were going to Tampa, what did you plan on doing and seeing? And they actually were kind of doing what you and I have talked about, following stuff on Instagram and looking at places on Yelp. And they had an amazing time in Tampa. And they were just like, you know, we didn't want to leave. The food scene out there is crazy. I mean, they're, they were, I think they went on a cruise. And yes, they did. They went on a cruise and they left out of Tampa. But it was just really neat to kind of get someone else's perspective. And the one thing they said was, we fly a lot. And Tampa has the best airport we've ever been to. And now was it updated when they went? Well, this was just last May, so there definitely were some of the places that there are now. I wouldn't know since I've never really paid attention to the updates. Yeah. And I know that's terrible. I don't fly as much as I would like to. Oh, I would love to travel more. But they actually opened up 69 new restaurants, shops, and spas. And I would really love to go check out some of the spas. Now, do you think people really have time to go to a spa? I mean, I can't even imagine that because I'm always rushing to get onto my flight. If I had a layover, and the thing is, I'm always usually more prepared than that. But if you have a layover and say you wanted to go get your nails done or toes done or something, I don't know exactly what they have. We didn't get a chance to see all those. But I would go do that depending on times. Yeah, I just, for me, it's all about, you know, the bars. 
sitting down, passing the time away because I just anything. I've never actually realized any spot in an airport before, but then when I read it and seen it, it was pretty interesting. I saw one at the Salt Lake City Airport. I was actually when I was flying, trying to fly back to Tampa. I had a confirmation on my phone that my flight was on time. My dad literally dropped me off at the curb. And as soon as the guy went to take my bags, my dad had already driven away. He goes, I'm really sorry, but your flight's canceled. And I still had the confirmation from Southwest. So it it was a very stressful situation. And I didn't want to get, I wanted to get home. You know, really, I had, yeah. to be, I had a meeting the next day. So I had to sit at that airport for four hours. So basically, I got to the airport at probably... Six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning in Utah. I didn't get home until very late that night. I want to say it was midnight by the time I made it back. And I sure flew all over the country that day. It was crazy. But I did notice that they had a, um, a nail technician on site. It wasn't really a spot. It was a very small little area where people could go get their nails done. And I was thinking, God, who actually has time for that? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you get your flight canceled and right. have to go check out a bunch of different airports. Right. <laughs> the, the Salt Lake City Airport, I have to say, compared to Tampa, it's very user-friendly, not as crowded as other ones I've been to. I mean, San Diego was insane. Just the security line alone was terrible. But it's just it's just very boring. There yeah. was really nothing there. And I struggled trying to find a spot to go hang out while I was killing time because I had four hours to kill. Yeah, you want to go look around and do something because you don't want to just sit there because you know you're going to have a four-hour flight at least, more than likely. Right. Yeah, I had two four-hour layovers that day. That was crazy. One in you know Utah, then one in San Diego. But I, I found a little bar. I actually had a couple Bloody Marys. I, you know, of course they 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 add up. They're not they're not cheap. <laughs> yes, airport prices for sure. Supply and demand. <laughs> but the one thing I noticed about I was looking at kind of some of the prices on the food at Tampa International Airport. They're really very reasonable. Yeah, I think liquor is kind of where they they get you. <laughs> I but, think that's where they get you anywhere though. Right for the most part. <laughs> I, yeah, definitely. So and Cafe Mise en Place was really the one place, aside from you lately, that kind of really has stayed on my mind, mainly because I've never been to the location in Tampa, which is just people get on my case about that all the time. They're I haven't like, been there either. Well, see, we need to go. Yes. And we need to go. I was talking with, um, you know, Ian Beckles the other day, and he's like, I cannot believe that you've been in Tampa for 15 years and have not dined there. It's crazy. I've been in Tampa longer and haven't dined. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we definitely, we definitely need to make a date. But I was, I was really impressed with their setup and their menu. It was just, it was really elegant. Yes, and their wine wall. I wish I had one of those in my kitchen. Right, that was beautiful, definitely. Any other spots that you that caught your eye when we were there? Uh, I know Cigar City Brewing is one of the only airports that actually has a brewery on site, and they brew in, their in the airport. Yeah, beer, yes, there. It was awesome. They have eight different ones that they did too. That's crazy. That's actually the first brewery that I ever actually went on a tour of in Tampa. Oh, wow. That's cool. And then their shrimp cocktail, too, was delicious. That was, I, you know what? I didn't get to try it because I didn't, you know, I was trying to do no carbs and then the chips were on there. So I, I heard it was good. It looks good. It next time. <laughs> it looked good. Yeah. The beers. I didn't drink the beer either as much as I wanted to, but they had, I think there was what, seven different samples they gave us? Yeah. Seven or eight. Um, I'm not a big beer person, so I normally prefer any type of liquor. So I think Gasparilla Bar is more my scene. Definitely. Well, aside from the airport, you and I have gone to so many different places together over the last two weeks. It seems like there's always something going on in Tampa. We went to Que Pasa 
in St. Pete, which I had never been there. Yes, I actually just did a post on them today on their margaritas for National Margarita Day. That's right. Today is National Margarita Day. I, I won't be, I won't be partaking in the margaritas today as much as I'd like to. But yes, definitely. And then the Florida State Fair. Yes. That was awesome. They hosted a great event. I loved our little influencer tent that we had. And they supplied us with the bunt cakes and some not fair food that you would normally think of. Mm -hmm. I remember the ribs and the pulled pork. I stuck to all the protein that day. But this was my first time going to the fair. And I have to say... I mean, it was it was a great experience. I really my favorite part were all the animals, being able to see the giraffes and everything. And then I went inside another spot. I got to see all different kinds of cattle and goats. It was um, and then and rabbits. there was cows being born like every other day there. If Crazy. You looked at the sign. Yes. Yeah, I had no idea. But that's another thing that people have kind of laughed at me. They're like, "You've never been to the Florida State Fair?" I said, "No, I I never have, and I want to go back next year." Yes, me too. Are you going to go to the Strawberry Festival? I'm going to give it another shot. I've only been one time and I had such a bad experience. It kind of scarred me for a little bit. I think I went probably four years ago and just getting there, the traffic was just ridiculous trying to get into park at the festival. And then we had to take a shuttle over and there was a two and a half hour wait for strawberry shortcake. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I waited five minutes last year. See, I don't know (laughs) if it was just the day that I went, but I mean, it kind of pissed me off. I was like, this is ridiculous. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and wait in this line. So I let my kids play a few games and we left. We went, um, we tried to go to the Parksdale Market, which is one of my favorite spots. They were bombarded with people, so we we skipped it. So yeah, I haven't gone since then. So well, I need to give I it went another for shot. the food, obviously. And I seen a milkshake on there and I had to get it. It was the most amazing milkshake I ever had. It was a giant strawberry shake with a big piece of cake on top with a cupcake and a couple of their items. It was amazing. It's actually on my Instagram if you go back a year ago. <laughs> I will I will definitely look at that. The Strawberry Festival opens when? Next week, I think. I want to say February 28th. I'm not positive of the dates. Okay. I need I need to keep an eye out for that cuz I want to give it another try and they have um, those Amish donuts. That was one thing that I tried when I was at the Strawberry Festival. I didn't try those last year. It's as big as my head. Oh my gosh. It was huge. <laughs> yes. My uh, my kids and I and my friend who went with us, we shared it. It was really good. But yeah, I I love Florida strawberries. I actually had some this morning. They are, I I always tell people, you know, I grew up in California. You know, where I grew up, um, I was only about 30 minutes away from Salinas, which is known for agriculture and just their, their farming lands and so much produce that comes out of there. And I had no idea how much better a Florida strawberry is than a California strawberry. It's like night and day. And I've only ever had Florida strawberries, so I don't know of a difference. You might have had California strawberries because they sell them when yes, they're not in season. they come here, yes. But if you cut one open, it's... I've never compared side by side. <laughs> oh, you need you you have to if you can. It's it's interesting. The Florida strawberries are just so vibrant and red and juicy and the sweetness is just I can't it's just they're delicious. A California strawberry, I mean they're good, but when you cut it open, it just looks the inside is um almost white. Okay. So it's not it's not as sweet. So I don't know. I mean, we're very lucky where we live, but yes, <laughs> don't want to take it. For Definitely granted. grateful for it. And then the Blueberry Festival is coming up as well. I went I've to never that. been. Oh, you need to go. Sounds fun. It, yes, I went last year. I went over to the Keel and Curly Winery and they had you could actually go pick blueberries. So they just give you a bucket. You go out there and pick them and then they just charge you by how by the weight. I had 
a fantastic time. I brought my son. It was actually for his birthday. And we spent probably an hour picking blueberries. That would be so much fun. Great food there. I've never actually been strawberry picking or blueberry picking. Oh, you okay. Then you need to, you know what? We should plan a day to go strawberry picking because I've done it. Yeah. I want to before season ends because yes. I know it doesn't last too long. Yeah. It's over around Easter time. Okay. That's kind of when it ends. Anyways, anything you have coming up on your radar? Any new events or places you're going to be going? Um, Crew Cellars, actually. I'll be there with up. you. Yes, I'm excited for that. Their wine and dine event. So I'm excited to see their pairings and everything they have. And I've never actually been to Crew Cellars. So. Oh, you okay, you're going to love it. I have a funny story about Crew Cellars. When they first opened, I went there with uh, two of my friends who just, they're, they love wine. So we went there for a night. We enjoyed some different cheeses. And that was the night that I discovered my favorite wine as well as my favorite cheese. And what's your favorite wine? Okay, so it's called Chronic Cellars. Okay. It's out of California. And all of their labels and the names of their wines are just hysterical. So the one that I had, it's called, I have to say it twice, you can get it, Sofa King Bueno. So say it fast. <laughs> I so, can't. Sofa King Bueno. Sofa King Bueno? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like so effing good, basically. Okay. And that wine, I'm telling you... It's just, it's been my favorite ever since I tried it. And it's, it's hard to find in Tampa. There's a couple places where you can get it. They don't produce it as much as I wish they would. And then as for the cheese, um, Beehive Cheese Company out of Utah, of all places, they have a cheese which is called Barely Buzzed, and it's got espresso and lavender. Oh. Yes. And I actually went to visit them when I was in Utah. My dad knows the... Um, the cheesemakers very well so he took me there and it was it was a great experience and are these from crew sellers like they, at crew they, sellers that's where i had them for the first time okay. so i'm sure they have i hope we have both those when we go probably not the wine because it's so it's so hard to find i bought a i bought everything they had the last when i tried it because they even said this is really hard to get so i think i bought a case and a half and it that's was, amazing yeah, it was expensive and i ended up giving it away as gifts for the holidays and i wish i would have kept some of them because it was just it really rocked my world. That wine is fantastic. And the cheese, I'm sure they have something from Beehive. They have such great selections of cheeses. So you're going to have a good time, I promise. And I always love charcuterie boards. Oh, yes. they do. <laughs> everything that they do is great. Have you been to their spot at Armature Works? Yes, I have, actually. But I don't think I have dined there. I've been to Armature so many times, but you kind I of just walk by. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it, Crew Cellars is great. They do a fantastic job. I actually, it's been a while. A friend of mine used to be a chef there. So I went and had brunch. This was, gosh, this is so long ago. I feel embarrassed to even say. I think it was 2012. Okay. So it's been a while. But yeah, they've been they've been in Tampa for quite some time. And they're, they're amazing. I well, love hopefully them. they'll impress us in a couple of weeks. Right? <clears throat> gosh, and I hope I can get my voice back. Yeah, Stephanie and I will be going today to um, check out Steinbrenner Field, which is where the Yankees, you know, have their spring training, and we're going to get to tour some of the spots and try some of their food. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been there, so it'll be fun to watch and see. Yeah, I've only been there once. It was for a food event with the South Tampa Chamber, so I was there as a vendor, not necessarily a guest. But it was it was nice. I think they did a great job. I really like to pay attention to food when I go to different stadiums. Yeah. I know the Bucks have done, they've done a great job at Raymond James. They've really upped their game. Um, the last time I was at a game, oh gosh, I, I'm, I probably spent $100, but I tried some some different food items that they had. I had a fantastic steak sandwich. I think it was like $18, but it was it was worth it. Worth have, it. It was worth it. Definitely worth it. Good to it. know. Yeah, their pizza though was, you know, me and my pizza. I, I could pass on that. It wasn't very good. 
Where's your favorite pizza? Oh my gosh, you know, that's that's a hard question. People ask me that all the time. I have three, three okay. spots. New York, New York, Eddie and Sam's, and Paul's Chicago Pizza. Those are my top three favorites right now, currently. But there's places I haven't had pizza, you know, at and I need to try, such as Bavaro's. Yes. I actually just won a dinner there for Valentine's night. So I was really excited. Dinner for two. And it was amazing. First time going to Bavaro's. We actually did not get pizza. We had, again, their charcuterie board, which was delicious. Um, Their pasta, the sauce in it was so creamy. And the flavor was insane. We had shrimp and sausage in it. And then their dessert cannoli and tiramisu. Oh, yes. I love two of my favorites. <laughs> That's why I'm taking a break from desserts for a while. I'm actually very happy to say that as of today, it's been almost three weeks since I've been on my program and I've lost eight pounds. I'm very happy about That's that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and you've been doing so good. We have gone to so many events and you have just stuck your gun and stood beside it and passed up a lot of good food. <laughs> I No, I have. I actually went to Rue last night with Ian. Um, we just... Like once in a while, we like to go eat and just kind of catch up on things. And I watched him eating crab cakes and scallops and all this stuff. And I was just like, my God, I just I wanted to eat so bad. But I had some asparagus on the side. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, who goes to Rue for asparagus? But their asparagus was great, I have to say. Definitely. Well, anyway, thank you again for joining me. I can't wait to go hang out at the airport with you again today. Yeah, that definitely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. So. Thanks for listening, guys. And don't forget, a new episode of Forking Around Town comes out every Tuesday on RadioInfluence.com. And if you have time, please rate and review my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Have a great week, everyone. This is an In the Trenches with Ian Beckles. Quick Fix on Radio Influence. The huge news last week, at the end of the week, and we really didn't get a chance to talk about it that much, was uh, Gerald McCoy, they say, will be retained uh, at $13 million. And, you know, people were ready for me to... Um, speak out against it. That's not my job, okay? My job is to uh, critique and my job is to evaluate. I'm not going to evaluate whether that's a good move or not. I'm not because it hasn't happened yet. He hasn't played the year. If you ask me right now whether it's a good move or not, I, I'm going to concede to uh, Todd Light and Bruce Arians. Now, we're going to evaluate it next year. And if you keep a player at $13 million, that's okay. But let's get $13 million out of it. It has to be worth $13 million because you could do a lot with $13 million. You can do a lot on a football team, a lot. And if you have a $13 million player, a la Mike Evans, a la uh, JPP, then you need to get a lot out of him. Jameis Winston. Now, if... Gerald wants to be in that category of somebody who's making their money, then you got to play that way. You got to make those plays. And, and does anybody think at any time of his career he, he's made up $13 million? And I keep on hearing people say, well, he's not the player he used to be. I disagree. He's the same player he used to be. I think he's the same player now as he was five years ago. He's always been right about the same player. 
He's done about the same thing, statistically, emotionally, uh, the whole nine. And then people are going to go to how nice of a player he is and how good of a person he is. And I don't give a rat's ass how nice of a person you are. I really don't. I want somebody on the football field balling, making, um, you know, making plays all the time. In the Trenches with Ian Beckles can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.